I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I got 25 lighters on my dresser. Yes, sir. Put fire to that ass body cast on a stretcher. Her body got that ass that a ruler couldn't measure. And I make it come fast like it never get embarrassed. And I recognize, <clears throat> but I never get embarrassed. And I recognize you have what I've been wanting since that record. That I did not have what I had. Pop it fast to impress her. She rolling. I'm holding my scrotum and posing. This voice here is golden. So fuck y'all. I goes in and hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips hey. Podcast. With your host, Rod and Karen. Saturday morning feedback time. Yes, that's my jam right there. Mm-hmm. You All know what? My life. I'm going to be an old lady in a wheelchair rocking that shit right there. Mm-hmm. I want money and power. Mm-hmm. Uh, feedback time. So you know what that means, guys. You should know the, you guys should know the rundown by now. All right. You guys are the special fans. You guys are our favorites. You come back through the week. You listen to what we have to say. Then you say... I want to say something, and then we listen to what you have to say, and then we respond to what you said. Yep. That's the real fans, all right? You guys are the best. Um, You know, there's people that hit me up on Twitter all the time. People hit me up on Facebook, send me messages, all that stuff. And all that stuff to me is cool, but uh, the people that take the time out, compose an email, leave a voicemail, put a comment on the website, those are the real fans, dog. You know what I mean? Like, you guys waited and said i know the format of the show i can wait till saturday to hear what you have to say about my thoughts right and that's so dope so uh as always we have to start with the people um because we have different things you can do right five star reviews Mm -hmm. on itunes and stitcher yes you can uh leave comments on the website vote in the polls leave comments on your votes in the polls you can also do stuff like email the show, the at gmail.com, or leave a voicemail throughout the week. Just keep it under three minutes, 704-557-0186. Um, but the most important people, donate to the show, okay? You guys are the best. Hey, Uh-oh. keep us going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, whenever y'all do that, we have to play, um, have to play y'all song. Um, and I always have a hard time finding this shit. Where's, there we go. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. Thank you so much for donating. M. Stevens. We appreciate your recurring donation. Yes, thank you for throwing a few dollars in the offering plate. Maurice Novembre, I know your money comes from drugs. But we will take it at this church with yes, no judgment. Yes, we don't judge at all. That's how you can afford all those white suits. Brina H, recurring donator. Thank you, Brina. Thank you, sweetie. My man, Deticula, Corey A. We appreciate you, Corey. We do. We see you swaying back there. That's right. Tabitha M. Thank you so much, Tabitha. Yes, thank you, Tabitha. I like that skirt, girl. First time donator, recurring, Conrad L. <laughs> we thank you for permanently staying in the new members class. Lucy A, she recurrence. Thank you. Got a one-time donation from an out-of-town visitor. Crystal G, stand up, Crystal G. Yeah, we, we, Everybody stand up. Yeah, give yeah, Crystal yeah. G a round of applause. Clap, clap for her family. We thank you for coming you. and worshiping with us today. Thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, Keith R, recurring donator. Thank you, Keith R. Thank you, Keith. We appreciate you. 
Uh, Sable Designs, recurring donation. Thank, thank you, you Sable, Sable Designs. Designs. Uh, we would like to thank them. They paid uh, for the dinner and the new sanctuary. Uh, we're not charging today. Thank you for them. We mm-hmm. thank you for paying for the meal today. You pick up your chicken place for free. Yes. Jeremy R., recurring donator. Thank you, Jeremy. Playmaker. And that is everybody this week. We appreciate y'all. We will see you after service for chicken and refreshments. Yes. Uh, Make sure that you uh, leave the Martin Luther King Funeral Home fans uh, in your seats. Right, because we have to replace those. Yeah, we've been having a lot of those being taken lately. Uh, We got some people that left us reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, man. Last time we did this, we took some time off. Came back. We had like one review. I was like, what the fuck? Right. Y'all don't got no love for Death Row? Right. Well, I'm happy to say they do got love for Death Row. So many reviews this week on iTunes. Thank you, everybody. Thank yeah. you. Y'all yeah. letting us know that y'all really did miss us. I was wondering what was happening. Yeah, I'm sorry I fussed with you last week. That's my fault, guys. All right. And uh Stitcher, I think we didn't get any reviews. So I don't know what's up with Stitcher right now. But come on, guys. <clears throat> Although we did get one comment on the episode, so I will read that. Okay. Um, Angry Black Expat writes, Feel the love, five stars. Rod and Karen are amazing. I came to them through uh, from Twib Nation and originally thought they were part of the conglomerate. <laughs> well, we get mistaken for that often. But then <laughs> you listen to a show and we start saying stuff and you're like, there's no oh, way right. Elon would approve of this. <laughs> At all. <laughs> he approves of us, but it's like, you go, okay, no, th- no, no, no. Two separate groups. My wife is white, and we listen to the show together. She spends a lot of time yelling, damn it, white people, get it together. Well, hey, what <laughs> do you do? They are the worst. What, a, what can we do about it? No, I'm fucking with y'all. Um, funny and friendly, intelligent and ratchet. They're like that aunt and uncle. You have to wait until the holidays to see. And if you aren't listening already, you definitely should. Well, thank you, ex black, ex angry black expat. Yeah. And uh, she's probably used to it. If you angry and black, she's heard some things about white people. Like, I don't think it's anybody that's in an interracial marriage that ha- to a black person that hadn't heard at least some shit about white people. Like, <laughs> y'all got to talk during Ferguson, right? I hope y'all did. Just come on. Like, if I was white and I was married to a black person, I would just monitor the news. Like, let me see what they're going to be mad about today because the shit keeps coming. Yeah, you don't want to get cut off guard walking in the house and don't know what's happening. All right. Why were you late, Andre? Ferguson, bitch! I kill everybody in here. I'm crazy. Right. Oh. And you won't even know what the hell they're talking about. Something told me watching MSNBC. Uh, Rod and Karen are the best five stars from Meanie McQueenie. Period. End of story. They're the best. If you're not listening to them, you are a communist. These are just facts. Exactly. If you don't fuck oh. with us, you don't fuck with America, in my opinion. And, I mean, it depends on how you feel about America. Maybe you don't like America, but that's your fault if you don't listen to us. Running, jumping, Negro in Japan. I play ball in Japan, says Adrian M. <laughs> Great podcast. It really helps me kill a lot of time while in Japan. It makes me feel like I'm home for a couple of hours. You and the missus make a dope combo. Happy belated anniversary, by the way. I dig the topics you guys speak about and make fun of. Keep bringing the funny, and I'll try to catch y'all in the chat room. Appreciate it. Running, jumping, Negro, a.k.a. Adrian. Well, good Thank luck. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, have fun running and jumping, dog. Um, that crack five stars by running 76 who can take time off yet maintain audio excellence Rod and Karen of course I had to say thanks for continuing spreading the sword awareness you're welcome Yeah, we, and, we, we uh, take that seriously we do this to try to help now I see the seriousness in these streets 
everyday people believing they are extras in the film the last samurai last <laughs> last thing karen big ups for explaining views on domestic violence and reminding us of the disparity of physical strength between men and women thanks again we're running 76 thanks man. thank you sweetie a lot of shows could, could, could use uh you know a little more common sense and a woman on the show at times you know because some podcasts i listen to it's like a bunch of dudes and they're getting these conversations where i mean it's honest and they're coming to their point of view but it's just like yeah you know it's a, like to me uh it's important and i'm glad that karen speaks her mind on the show and you know that's topics that i might even agree with her or even say the same thing but it's just different coming from her and i think it matters that that and um i know and i know all shows aren't designed this way uh, you know, because there's some shows where, you know, it's just, no, it's just a guy thing, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things, or a woman thing, but it's just sometimes you need somebody of the opposite sex, because I've heard shows with just men and shows with just women where I'm like, gosh, I wish somebody of the opposite sex kind of was on there to voice their opinion about certain topics, because you can kind of tell to an extent, sometimes you can get so wrapped up in your own world and your opinion and your emotions, you can become actually biased to certain things and not really know exactly how the opposite sex would respond on certain things because of what you've experienced and not realizing that all men and all women aren't like that. Well, not just that, but the audience receives things differently. Like true. Like I said, there's been times where we say the same thing. We agree, same amount of passion, same talk about it the same length of time. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes it'll just be people responding to me like, Oh, I'm so glad to hear a man say this. And then mm-hmm. other times it'll be like, Oh, Karen, you the best. I'm so glad to hear a woman say this. We both said it. They could probably say, I'm glad y'all said it. Some people do do that. They hit us up and say, I'm glad y'all talked about but this yeah. issue. But, but it does matter to the audience because pe- different people receive things differently. And I think yes, they do. if you don't acknowledge that, then, then a lot of times shit gets pushed out in the wash. Now, now some of that is through their own filter, right? Like maybe. Yeah they've had issues with men or they've had issues with women and, or they have blind spots or whatever. You know, I've had people that it's like, well, a man says this and I just don't believe him, you know, but I like having a woman on the show. Uh, it just so happens as my wife just so happens that, you know, you're brilliant and you're good at what you do. So it it, it helps out that, you know, I'm like, it helps out the show in general, but yeah, I, um, we talked about domestic violence, ad nauseum on the show um for at for a period of time and uh yeah I'm, I'm glad that you are comfortable enough on the mic to give your point of view and you know speak with with some authority about shit cool try it and you will love it from mike mal five stars all these are five stars it's so beautiful to turn on itunes see nothing but five stars yes i found out about this show from listening to bomani jones after two episodes i was hooked after a couple of weeks i became premium keep doing what you do Ryder karen you two make my time at work go so much faster we will mike here are your five stars from trxav um don't know how to pronounce that turksav this is one of my favorite podcasts. Rod and Karen are refreshing. I crack up at work listening to um, my tweaked audio earbuds or while I drive around the city. How good is this podcast? I smile when checking my bank account online and I see recurring donation and premium membership hit. It is my favorite form of entertainment. I also love being introduced to other podcasts via TBGWT. Five stars from the Mile High, K-Rob. Thanks, K-Rob. Thank you, sweetie. Appreciate that, man. Mm-hmm. And thank you for being a premium member, man. Uh, means a lot to us. You it could does. Be doing anything else in the world with your money is always yours, and uh, we're always 
uh blessed and thankful for people that you know put in like that because you don't have to right um and it's not like we're gonna treat you different like Mm-mm. nigga you ain't premium fuck you you know what i mean no. like things happen but it's it's dope that uh people are doing that man right and i like to feel like we're giving them their money's worth yes sir great show five stars by miss enid 19 rod and lady karen are truly dedicated to give to give their best this husband and wife team are a great example of why you should marry your best friend. All of the laughs have brought me through a lot of the rough times. For that, I'm appreciative. Listen, if you want a new addiction. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, Miss Enid. That's all the five-star reviews on iTunes. That was a lot of them this week. Thank, that was amazing. Yes, we thank you. We know there's some more of y'all out there. We look at the download numbers. This is a lot of y'all out there that have been rocking with us for a very long time. But like, I'm busy. I got shit to do. Uh, you know, I got all this other stuff. And this, and this people that says, well, I, I can't afford to go premium. I'm transitioning between the job. I don't have the money right now. This is a way where you can support us. And it's absolutely positively free of charge. This takes a few minutes out of your day. So I thank you for everybody that has left them. And I thank you for the people that's getting ready to leave those five star reviews because they mean a lot to us. Thank you guys. Um, and we got one comment on Stitcher. Uh, my man Aaron J. writes in five stars and no days. Uh, no extra days out, please. Yes, we love and missed you. Five stars all day. When Ryder can't take days off, I get written up at work and then generally the angry black guy in the office. <laughs> yes, I got written up for being unpleasant because I didn't have my TVGWT to brighten my day. I've been listening for four years now. They're still funny. You need a laugh? Check this out. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. All right. We have comments on the site. Let's uh, get into those. Um, and we have, of course, the polls on the site. Oh, before we go on. Oh, before we go on, Karen has something to say. Yes. Um, you can leave a five-star review on Stitcher. But what I've realized through Apple, you can leave it through your phone. Mm-hmm. Through Android, you need to go to the site because... Uh, people have been saying, well, I've tried to leave a five-star view. They would show, like, pictures of their phones and things like that. I don't think the applications are designed the same. Mm-hmm. But if you have an Apple device, you can know, you can leave uh, a review through Stitcher through your device. But if you have, like, an Android or anything that uses, like, a Google Play and things like that, I think that um, you have to actually go to the site to leave the review. So some people may have been trying to leave a review and say, I don't know where to, to uh, put the reviews, actually go to the site, stitcher.com, type in the Black Apple Tips. We should pop up and leave us a five-star review. If you're having problems leaving them through your uh, phone device or uh, whatever other platform uh, or electronic device that you use, because uh, the five-star reviews means a lot on Stitcher, and it can, it, can, it can help keeps us in the rankings. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And uh, that's been your PSA for the day, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> We had comments on the site. First of all, uh, Justin got a comment. Uh, now, I don't not know. Justin. I don't know if he listens to the uh, feedback show or not. Somebody, you, sure, you sure Justin didn't leave his diss himself? Somebody tell him on Twitter at Rhyme of Reason. No, I know it's not him because uh, Leslie, uh, Les Dog, uh, half of um, the official interracial couple of the show, uh, left a comment. She says, I'm here for Justin's new light skin moments. Um, you know, this podcast, another light skin moment. Mm-hmm. Every, it is episode everything. two, various two, various n words. I put out episode three last night. Mm-hmm. The most now to me, episode three is <laughs> it might make or break the show. <laughs> Justin, man. Uh, so it says I'm here for Justin's new light skin moments. However, this story is old, isn't it? 
there are or are there two strippers oh yeah here's the thing about his his light skin moment it's not it doesn't go by the show yeah you don't care what we cover mm-hmm. on the show it it's what justin wants to talk about right whatever he no matter how old or whatever it is it's what yeah. he wants to talk about I, this is how the show came about justin wanted to do another show and i said i'll do anything as long as i don't have to do any work i'm doing too many shows as is like i'm already behind on shows that we do I'm trying to catch up it's it's hard you got to organize shit you got to find all these articles right i'm constantly giving him more shit to do yeah you pick the topic you talk about anything you want for 10, 15 minutes. We record it and we'll put it out. Now, the other stuff is trolling. He picked the name, some of the music and stuff. I picked all the music. I picked the logo and all this shit, but he picked the name and then he picks the topic and that's it. And then he, he just goes. So there you go. It's not, it's just everything is him. All right. Now, Leslie used to not like Justin and she has said it on. <laughs> She said it on Twitter and stuff, but I guess he kind of grew on her at some point, which is always, you know, fine by me. The more people you like it, I love it. Glad you guys like Justin. Um, but you know, Justin's a very controversial person on the show. Sometimes people hate him. Sometimes, Sometimes some people never him. get to like him. Right. You know? Um, uh, anyway, however, this story is old, isn't it? Or are there two strippers out here being recorded calling dudes the N word on a regular? Who am I kidding? There are likely hundreds of them. Anyway, how about some late-breaking, light-skinned moments? And also, uh, when are these moments going to be about actual light-skinned people? Love you, J-Trill. Uh, it's going to be about whatever he wants to talk about. He picked the name. I told him it probably would help to have a theme. Justin doesn't listen to me. Does. <laughs> Justin does what he wants to do. So Right. It's, it's, it's another light-skinned moment. He's light-skinned it, so mm-hmm. that's his moment. Yeah, it's like if you say uh, you can name a podcast The Black Show. It doesn't have to be about black anything because you black, right? Everything you do is black. Well, mm-hmm. that's how another light skin moment is. Right. Everything Justin does is light skin. Everything. Uh, the poll for episode 779, Return of the Crack, is should you be able to lose your job for committing a crime, yes or no? Uh, yes, 69% of people said you should be able to lose your job for committing a crime. 31% of people said no. I'm shocked. I thought this would be a hundred percent. If you commit a crime, you should lose your job. I thought that was like a regular, like standard thing. Now I'm not saying, I don't say it's mandatory. You lose your job, but should they be able to get rid of you? Why not? What if you, um, fuck children and you're a school teacher, should they be able to, you know, get rid of you at the job? I think so. Mm-hmm. It, it, and, and people don't want to believe this, but to me, it depends on what the hell it is, and it also depends on what you do. Well, since the answer is yes or no, then that's a yes. The way then for me, yes. You no, know I mean the answer is only yes or no. I didn't have depends on what it is because everybody would have picked the hundred percent. Depends on what it is. I was surprised people said no though. Doctor Dostak says, "I think it matters what the crime is. Like, I don't think you should be able to lose your job for smoking weed, but if you." I don't know, man. Harm another person like uppercutting your wife or beating your kid with a switch, then yes, you should lose your fucking job. <laughs> Ironically, I don't expect those dudes to lose their jobs. Right. And the thing. They'll probably find another way. Well, Ray Rice might be done, but Peterson will probably find a way back into the league. Of course. Of course. And, and, um, like I say, my answer is yes, because the right to work, a lot of people don't understand this. 
the right to work is an option. Most people work for a company. They can fire them for any cause at any reason if they fucking feel like, you you know, you're not obligated to work for a company. And if you become a problem bigger than the company, the company is not obligated to keep you on their payroll. Yeah. They're just not obligated to. The only correct answer is yes. There's no job that you have a right to. Right. That can't be taken away from unless you. you unless you create the goddamn work, job. Yeah, unless you work for yourself. Like, personally, I'm out here getting DUIs every day, nigga. My job won't suspend me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, Human resources just ain't got the note yet. Right. I'm sexually harassing at work. <laughs> Y'all don't even want to know what goes on in the other parts of this office. Oh, Lord. Prince Leron says, I think it is okay to lose your job no matter what the crime. I don't know about other people, but I find it very easy not to commit crimes. If you have a job that will fire you if you smoke weed, then you shouldn't smoke weed if you want to keep that job. Right, and a lot of jobs have rules and regulations and shit like that that you sign. A lot of people don't even know what the fuck they're signing, and you break them. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. they have the right to get rid of you. Yeah, if I would have wrote the poll as if you get accused of a crime or if you get arrested, I could understand a higher percentage of no because th- th- both of those things don't necessarily indicate you did anything wrong. Right. But if you do a fucking, uh, if you get, if you commit a crime, it's not a lot of leeway there i'm not saying they sh- i'm not saying they should fire you but they should be able to yeah in my opinion mm-hmm. um you know and maybe people had the idea they were they couldn't think about that poll without thinking about the current you know adrian peterson and all these guys right. so maybe they were kind of thinking about that i don't know um we got episode 780 puppy chow um and we had two comments um Sir Charles says, I literally laughed out loud when you mentioned that the, the DJ refusing to stick to the list of songs chosen to be played at the wedding reception. A couple of my friends got married Friday. We had dinner back at the house the next day. Before they left for their honeymoon, the groom was telling how the DJ played none of the songs they requested. The selection was pretty good, but if you have a list of songs that you would like to hear, actually getting them played shouldn't be too much to ask for. Right, because uh, actually last night um, I was talking to Rodney and Morgan. We, was, we were actually talking about the DJ, and they was like, we did his goddamn job. They was like, we sat down, had dinner with him prior to this, gave him a list of every goddamn song we wanted played, and gave him a leeway at the end of the end of the reception and said, Hey, at this period of time, you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're not going to completely control you and you can pick songs in a certain era and things like that. And he just disregarded because the thing, cause I was telling him, I say, I don't, cause right hand went over and was like, Hey dog, we gave y'all a list. And Morgan had to go over there and was like, Hey dog, we gave y'all a list. And it's just one of those things where. I'm paying you for a motherfucking service. I understand you the goddamn DJ, but I'm paying you the DJ, and if you don't do what I want, I can be like, motherfucker, get out of here. I don't have to pay you. And this is my day. Right. I've been planning this shit. It's the end of the day. Everything is gone, however it's gone. Why be the last thing to fuck up, you know? Um, I I was talking to somebody, and they said at their wedding, they had a list of like nine songs they didn't want played. And that was it. They told the DJ, you can play anything except these nine songs. What did he do? Play one of the nine songs. And she had to go up there and cuss his ass out on her wedding day. Because right. she was like, I fucking told you, not these songs. And the songs were just like, uh, she didn't want any like dance songs, like the cha-cha slide, the electric slide. She didn't want those kind of songs played at her wedding. It's her wedding. Right. You, you know, just calm down. It was funny as so many people 
involved in a wedding really just think it's about them the photographer thinks it's about him right we talked the, about him <laughs> yeah the guy the officiant thinks it about it's, right. it's about him you know i'll start the wedding when it's time for me to start the wedding no one's gonna tell me dude it's not your day what are you doing mm. why well, try to be the show right and this and it's one of those things where if i um am paying you for a job i expect you to do what i asked you to do then they was telling about one of their friends had um uh, Michael Simmons, one of her friends that had a wedding and they were saying the DJ wasn't playing any of the songs and then he had the music cranked up really super duper loud like right by the family and like one member of the family I was like hey could you turn this down and he had the nerves to be like look you're not the bride mm-hmm. you can't tell me what to do so then um, <laughs> Morgan's mama went over there and was like look we're paying you mm-hmm. either you turn this goddamn music down or you can pack your shit up and leave and he turned it down. You know, it's like, I understand that you're the DJ, but don't be an ass. And the thing is like. Yeah, and why are you fighting them? Right. Like, it's just, wouldn't it be easier to turn it down a little bit? Like, wouldn't it just be easier? Like, just as a matter of, hey, I just want to come here and get paid. Like, do DJs really just think it's all about me? Like, I'm going to put y'all on. You know what I mean? Here's some new Kendrick Lamar at your bar mitzvah. Right. right. And it was funny, though, because that's they said that's what the dude was doing. Morgan was saying at the other party. The dude was, like, speaking over, like, DJ Clue and shit. They was like, hey, dog, you can't be doing this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you should, not your day. A wedding is such a cush gig. Here's a list of songs. Play them. Right. They gave you a list. Just you get paid. You're not even going to get that at, like, a bar or something. You find out at a bar that your shit isn't good because they come over and they're like, hey, nigga. We don't like this right now. Just switch to something else. You know, hey, change to this song. Hey, I'll request in this song. At the at the fucking wedding, they just give you a list. Play. You can set that up before, hit the play button, and just chill. Right. Pre-program the shit if you got to. I understand you want your own mix hour, but you're not. this is not your time at the club where everybody's focus is on you. And honestly, people fail to realize this. If a DJ is doing his job, you won't even know the goddamn DJ is there. Not trying to be funny, like... If yeah, he could be over there tweeting or something. Right. You wouldn't even know that he was in the vicinity. All you hear is music going. And these weddings, like these couples are playing a lot of this shit for, for hours, for days to get this shit right. Just let them do it. Right. And if I ever have an event and the DJ that you're not doing your job, yes, we are going to have issues and we are going to have, especially if I took the time to write the motherfucking songs I want or gave you a list of shit I don't want. Mm-hmm, you're going to hear from me. Man, I'll probably just make a Spotify list and hit play. Like, right. I'm, I'm at that point now where I... I don't need an ego. I don't get an attitude for my iPhone. Like, I don't need to deal with this shit. Well, yeah, shit. Get... With Spotify, you can, you can cue that shit up for hours and be right. like, look, this is the list. Play. Prince, Prince Ryan says, Rod, I also have a childhood story that explains why I never danced. Yeah, because I talked about my dance phobia. When I was young, I choreographed a little dance to the classic R&B hit, Pony, by Genuine. <laughs> Not a little R&B hit. Mm-hmm. I did it one day in front of my family, and they all thought it was funny and pretty good. The only problem is that my mom liked it too much. Uh-oh. Every single time she had company over, she would call me to the living room and make me do that dance. Right. This shit went on for months. It got, oh. it got so bad that I used to hide whenever I thought my mom was going to have company over. I retired my dancing shoes after it was all over. I know you did. I know. They got them out there like uh plat from fucking 12 Right. Years Parents don't realize. Like, come here, baby. Come here, baby. Do that dance you showed me. You were like, mama, no, now is not the time. Mama, friends to see. I don't care about your friends. Dance for me, boy. The poll was, what was Adrian, what was what Adrian Peterson did to his son? Child abuse. Yes, it was over the line. Or no, it was fine. I'm also shocked by this poll. 
92% of our audience says yes, it was over the line. So 8% of our audience thinks after seeing those pictures of what he did to a four-year, they must not have seen the pictures. Some people probably hadn't. The dead baby. They, like we put, we you, put them in the chat room at the time, but if you seen them pictures, you'd have been like, nope. And the kid mm-hmm. is four. And those pictures were taken a week later. Yeah, are you trolling or do you really like? Because now I'm like, what about your kids? What do you right. do with your kids? You know, I I don't know, man. It's a sickness. It's it's really sick. Or Boris right said, and I remember back in the days getting those ass whoopings like most everyone else my age, 40. At one time, mom gave me a rare choice with some friends waiting outside. A quick whooping or a week's punishment in the house with no TV. And yeah, it was summer too, so I did the dance. A few hops, lapped two around the living room. Don't make me chase you, boy, and a few tears. It took, I took it like a young man. Yeah, everyone knew I got a whooping, but hey, it builds character, right? As the youngest of three boys in a single-parent home, you learn to hide those big belts when you know you did something wrong, or better yet, <laughs> don't do nothing wrong. Actions are consequence, actions and consequences, you dig? Back then, whoopings was passed out by neighbors if you did something too wrong around them as well. It takes a village, and the village was mostly black. Try that shit these days. I remember once the whole street got beatings at the same time. We was all playing with matches and almost burned down a garage, but yeah, we deserved it. A few welts after that one... But best believe, a few else after that one. But best believe no one was playing with matches after that one. Well, maybe that one white kid who hung out with us. <laughs> but yeah, when you see blood, it's time to call it a day. Mm-hmm. And who don't remember Raj talking to his mom about uh, all conflict resolution, but still getting them whoopers at the end of a few What's Happening episodes. I remember that. Yeah, they used to let you whoop. Like, Raj got whoopers on national TV by his mama. Ah. Um, but, you know, I will say, like, I find it unfortunate that the conversation is gravitated towards corporal punishment or not corporal punishment. Right. Because honestly, the question I asked in the poll and the question that really should be t- the driving this debate is uh, what Air- what Adrian Peterson did was child abuse. Yes, it was. It wasn't just a should you hit your kids or not. It was he's four. There's, what the fuck is a four year old supposed to learn from this? Nothing. You beat him like a fucking slave you hit him in his uh, testicles, you should go to jail or what something, some type of program. You should, you don't just get to go on with your life mm-hmm. after doing something like that and going, I didn't mean it. You know, well, I didn't mean to hurt my kid. Well, you obviously did. You fucked up, you know, um, Aaron J says, yo, cap dub back at it. Check it out. I read the previous comment and horribly remember all he spoke of. Thanks to modern medicine, technology, and advances in psychological learning, we now know all that was wrong. It was a hard concept for me to understand, too, The first pre- when first presented to me. Yes, the previous commenter is an obvious case of programming, though, through violence, and it's sad. It happened to me. It happened to lots, I know. We know that hitting a child isn't the way to do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I got women as a kid, man, growing up. Um, Not, like, every week or no shit, but I definitely got them. I remember most of them because... Um, they like that's the thing was funny is people go well they don't work no they work yeah they do and just because um there's you know just because they they work doesn't mean that that's the right thing to do right you know that's that's the just thing because that, they stop the behavior yeah that's right. the thing people need to be able to understand because it's becoming this like hyperbolic conversation of like well t- hitting your kid never works shut the fuck up it does it does. 
it but but you know what else would have worked is the patience of sitting down and talking to kids a lot of times would work. right and that's that's the thing yeah and then, and also to be honest it was a weapon in the arsenal it wasn't the only thing it wasn't even the first thing it wasn't even it was one of those things where you built up towards a whooping in my house some houses aren't like that right you know right. it's, it's kind of like one of those things where we have to take this tool away from everybody because some people just don't get they don't understand Adrian Peterson is a person that just doesn't understand. Even when listening to Reggie Bush, he sounds like he just doesn't understand. He was talking about hitting his one-year-old. You know, then when then when he got confronted, oh, no, we don't do that. Well, I heard the radio interview. You were implying that you hit your one-year-old. And you talk about we'll discipline her harshly. She's one, motherfucker. Right. One doesn't know what. What was she doing wrong? Shitting in a pamper? Say that again. What was she doing wrong? Not being able to walk yet? Like, it's just, people are a little over the top, and it's also that American, like, no one tells me what to do with my kids. It's like, yeah, um, actually, society tells you what to do with your kids all the fucking time. They tell your kid has to get get an education. They tell you that your kid has to, like, be, uh, if you have a curfew in your city, they have to be in the house by a certain time. If uh, you want to go out uh, and leave them alone, they need to be a certain age or it's illegal. Society tells you what to do with your kids constantly. Mm-hmm. This is just going to have to be another one of those things where, and maybe the best thing that might come in this might be people start looking at child welfare reforms. Now, the thing is, a certain amount of corporal punishment is legal. Right. In most states, hitting your kid is not illegal. Mm-mm. So people keep making these these arguments about people going to jail Agent Peterson is a person that did a crime and needs to go to jail or be whatever. Go right. To like, that's what I saw was criminal. Right. If I just seen somebody, like, slap their kid on the ass for, I don't know, trying to shoplift something out of Kmart, I, that's not what that's not equivalent to what Agent Peterson did. That's abuse, period. Right. In my opinion. I don't right. even know how 8% of you guys disagree. Right. And And, and for me, when it comes to uh corporal punishment people are like all or nothing i think uh what's wrong especially in the black community we don't look at altered options for a lot of people a lot of people like that's the first the only and there's no other option and like you say it's one of those things where parents a lot of parents don't have goddamn patience truth be told they're tired they're exhausted they have other shit they need to do they want the kid to calm down so instead of literally taking the time to be like hey calm down or let's talk about this or let's work through this you know or whatever because children are not stupid children are small people they're very intelligent and they're not your property and they're not your fucking dogs they are people and it's just one of those things where it's easier for me to pop you in the mouth smack your ass beat you to get you to calm the fuck down versus having a intelligent conversation with you based off of your age. Yeah. And I think like some kids are raised differently and you can tell, uh, and I've spoken on this on the show before and it's hard to put into words and I don't really have the best. I haven't fully formulated my thoughts on it, but I feel like some of the lessons and ways we treat black children are just subconsciously limiting us right right and it's telling us don't take a chance and start your own business don't uh, try to live your dreams don't try to be an artist don't try to like don't think that you can succeed in corporate america 
don't think that it's possible to achieve certain hurdles because subconsciously we're constantly telling you like just you know if you do this you will be put back in your place and a lot of these lessons are coming at the hands of people that aren't really explaining the methodology sometimes there's a lot of you know there's a lot like there's just a lot of reasons that people come up with to hit their kids and i really hate to see it especially for black kids you know i was in the store the other day uh convenience store and this mother was in there with her child or or a kid i don't know if it was hers and he was looking at those five-hour energy drinks and he was picking them up and shaking them there were the little small plastic bottles mm-hmm. he's picking them up and shaking them and he was like look mommy oil she's like there's not oil in there he's like look it's oil look he's shaking it up can't you hear the oil and she's like no there's no oil in there put that back and she, he put it back he put it back and then you know they left but and he was like standing up really close to the thing when he was shaking and all that and she didn't hit him or anything she didn't even fuss at him Mm-mm. and i was just like you know that's a cool moment because i feel like in my back like when i was younger a kid like that would have just got hit and told to stand still right and and, and, and see that the the problem the, a lot of the problems that i have and a lot of the problems that a lot of people that have been disciplined in the past is that a lot of people were whooped and parents did not explain why they didn't mm. sit they didn't talk to them like they were human beings all you knew was that somebody was angry and you was getting your ass whooped so to you beatings made no goddamn sense and and i'm not for the record, I'm not coming down harshly on a lot of these parents. Like, even as reprehensible as what I think uh, Adrian Peterson did is, I honestly think he didn't know. Like, reading his comments, his text messages, which he didn't know were going to be on the fucking national news. He didn't know that. True. He really doesn't know better. Right. And because it's handed down, doesn't mean that he gets to not get in trouble. I think he should get in trouble. But I think that it doesn't mean he won't be a good father. It doesn't mean that he won't recognize this is the wrong behavior and he can't, uh, you know, like try something else, some alternatives to discipline in this house other than what he grew up with. It doesn't mean that. I'm not giving up on him Mm-mm. any more than I would give up on uh, anybody for, you know, for for one incident like this or whatever. You know, even right. shit at this point, even if it was a bunch of incidents like this. I wouldn't give up on him yet. Like, right. He really seems like this is the first time the criminal justice system is going to intervene and be like, no, this is a problem. You need help and you need to figure out what you're going to do about it. Right. And if it happens again, though, under the jail, I don't give a fuck. Excuse me. And people act like parents don't evolve. People act like you can't change. People act like you can't grow. My parents evolve. Right. My parents, parents my people par- grow. When I, when I grew up, I remember like, and my parents were never, for the record, never the most like um, ridiculous. Like Mm-mm. you know, they were they were like somewhat strict, but not to this level of like, and you know, they weren't hitting me every day. They weren't hitting me all the time. But you know, it that, like the whooping was on the table. Put it that way, whooping was always on the table. You could catch a whooping if you fucked up enough. You know, it wasn't the first option, but the motherfucker was an option, right? Right. Watching them with Layla. Yeah, it's completely different, and it's not just because she's their grandchild. It's because they developed as human beings, right? And it's something that we don't really allow for. Like one of the reasons I'm not so punitive on these NFL guys when it's like, oh, 
get them out of the league the end i'm like yeah that that's cool but i would rather the league like talk to some counseling programs right i would rather the league like if you're going to be in this and you're in it now i don't want to hear about the nfl trying to get out of the discipline shit you're fucking in it so now i need you to start rehabbing players you know when when a guy breaks a drug policy a certain amount of times they make them get in a rehab uh facility this is no different you're gonna have to start rehabbing now maybe they don't want to do it then they can go the fuck home i get it if you tried and they just refuse sure i you, you got to do what you got to do but when it comes to like some of this stuff i don't want to give up on these dudes because systematically if we give up without even trying I feel like we're failing not just them, but the victims of their crimes too, because we're just sending them back home to these victims. Right. With no training and no lesson learned. Right. And the, also for me too, uh, the problem that I have, and especially in the black community, is that we don't believe in psychology. We don't believe in psychiatrists. We think everything could be prayed away, could be fast away. We believe in laying on hands. Okay, I, I, you know, and, 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 and if you choose to do that, that's fine. But why can't I have Jesus and the psychologist both work me through this process? Well, you know, why can't I have somebody actually talking to me, helping me? Because a lot a lot of times it's a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of things that the parents have dealt with in their past, a lot of issues and problems that they've had with their parents. You really don't know. And unless these issues are addressed, the parent will continue this cycle and pass these things on to their children. And also the thing about discipline too, discipline has to have a balance. You have to have a balance of things and not everything works for the same child because a Two parents can have multiple children and each child is different. Yeah. But a lot of times people, you try to take these same techniques and apply them to all children and then un don't understand why all children don't respond the same because all children are not the same, even though you come from the same set of parents. Yeah. So all that being said, that's our thoughts on corporal punishment. Back to the point, Adrian Peterson abused his kid. That is totally different. It's not even a whoopings or not whoopings discussion with him. He abused that kid, period. KJ Dollar says, I'm not one of these people that feels that giving a child a whipping is never called for, but I do feel it should be a last resort measure after talking and using other methods for correcting behavior. People go to bell switches and race tracks, uh, race car tracks before they even attempt to talk to their child and let them know what the consequences for doing behavior is and why it's wrong. Here's another thing. Adrian Peterson recognizes what he's doing on some level is wrong. Mm -hmm. Here's how I know. In his in his statement, he said he used to get beat with drop cords, the extension cords. Mm -hmm, the orange ones. I remember that. Yeah, he used to get hit with those. He said, I'm going to whip my kids, but I would never do it with an extension cord. Right. So in his mind, he knows severity is part of this. Right. He even knows that he's going to lessen the severity of what he faced. It's just not enough. He got to lessen it all the way, dog. Mm -hmm. okay you're a big ass like field slave type black person you right and to that have the dna of all our strongest ancestors and ah. breeding in you and you can't be just picking up fucking saplings and hitting your kid across the ass with right because to a four-year-old that's a goddamn tree yeah um so uh it says i'm not one of these people that feel okay people go to bell switches and race car tracks before they even attempt to talk to the child and let them know the consequences for doing the behavior is and why it's wrong as for Adrian Peterson, he was wrong as hell. The child is four years old. What could he have done to warrant that type of punishment? The child had scars a week later, which tells me how hard he was hitting them. I can't co-sign him doing that at all. He needs to get some help and looks 
to deal with his anger issues i hope he gets the help he needs yeah him for it not just for him for his kids because if if he don't he shouldn't even be around his kids ever right you know i'm i'm actually surprised i was like one of the biggest things about this that i was shocked at he don't live with their mothers i'm shocked Mm -hmm. he thought he could touch those kids at all like right i know that they're quote-unquote yours too but normally it's the home parent that decides about what discipline is going to be right because the child is with the majority of the time yeah i didn't know that that was a thing um anime sparks says every time the spanking debate comes up i hear the same thing over and over i got whipped when i was a kid and i turned out just fine one some of y'all ain't so fine right anger issues can't be in a stable relationship y'all need to go lay down in a chair and talk to someone um yeah that's true some some people aren't ain't so fine and they talk that shit Although, there's some people that never got hand laid on them in their life and they're fucked up. It's just, I think people are putting a little too much into the, uh, well, I got whoopings and I did okay. And I got whoopings, or I didn't get whoopings and I did okay. You can, both of these things can exist. Mm-hmm. You can get whoopings and turn out okay, you know, but that doesn't mean it was right. Right, and you can get whoopings and, and still be a fuck up. And you cannot be touched and be just fine. And you cannot be touched and be a fuck up too. So yeah. it, it just depends per child. Yeah. Like you don't get whoopers. Next thing you know, you accusing the police of racism for catching you fucking on the street. You know, calling your daddy and shit. Number two, there's a difference between spanking and abuse. While I don't think it should ever be the primary mode of discipline, I don't think it's totally off the table depending on the child and circumstances. But this is ridiculous. In my life, I've seen kids get cracked in the head with broomsticks because they wouldn't be quiet and get the fat falcon smack. Wait, get the falcon smack for asking a question. I don't know what that out of fire. Get the fire smack. Get the fire smacked out of them for asking a question in the store and being told i hope it hurts now shut the fuck up before i fling your little ass across the store oh damn so you watch precious too huh i thought the purpose of discipline was to correct the unwanted behavior not to strike fear into the hearts of the people who depend on you for love and nurturing agreed like i just don't think people should be scared of their parents right now i'm not saying you shouldn't have a healthy amount of respect for them right and, and there's no situation where your parents wouldn't intimidate you i'm not saying that but this idea of like just a constant state of fear, nah, man. That, that's that's not healthy. You know, it's one of those things where you go, I love my mama, I love my daddy, but I know if I if I do certain shit, certain shit, I'm gonna have to deal with some consequences. You yeah. can't just do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I'm not saying you gotta be a pushover, but some of this shit is like, how the fuck? Like this kid said to the police, I think I was scared to say things because I think my daddy's gonna punch me in my face. Right? He believed that at four which tells you one you shouldn't be hitting your kid at four two whatever you did was way too harsh mm-hmm. they think you're gonna punch him in the face um i thought the purpose of this oh yeah yeah and also you know what another thing is a lot of the purpose of disciplining for a lot of these parents is to is to make them feel better i'm gonna whoop you till i'm not angry now i'm okay right and the wrong the wrong time to put your hands on a child is when you are fire hot mad because you will hurt your child. When children come in there and they've pissed you off, you as a parent, parents need fucking time out too. You need to say, get out of my face, let mommy count to five, let me get my shit together, because if I touch you now, I will hurt you. Yeah, I've had, I remember there were times where I did something so bad or so fucked up that my dad would be like, I would whoop you now. But I'm not going to because if I did, I would kill you. I'm so mad. Like, 
and it would be some shit I, where I was like, yeah, what I did was fucked up, and I do think I'm going to die tonight. You know what I mean? Because uh, this is during those times where uh, I did some death penalty shit, you know? <laughs> you know what it is when you come on your way home, taking a long way home, walking by the street lights like, I'll never be outside again. Right, got them worried to death about you. Yeah. <laughs> those moments you know he i mean kids fuck up and there's just a certain understanding that needs to be there if you're gonna be a parent that your kid is gonna fuck up right so this idea that you just like drop the nuclear bomb on them every time they fuck up is stupid at four really right come on now the fact that you can beat blood out of your child and have people giving you thumbs up is just another sign of how broken we are as a society oh agreed could not believe people supported this on social media I, come on now and you would think that i'm at a point where i should believe everything but i can't i, I just Sometimes I'm just like, but what, but what? You know what I mean? Right. There's another side to this to you. Uh, we had episode 781, Scooby Jooby Joo. Um, and uh, we got some comments. Butterbean says, we are going to have to disagree about the incident with the actress that got caught boning her man in public in broad daylight. This is far from a fruit veil. By the way, she left this comment September 17th, right? Mm hmm. Now, we did another show September 27th, uh, 17th that was uh, basically the next episode where we found out this girl was lying. Right. During this episode that we did, you know, before, I said, or they could have got caught fucking and she's just making up this excuse to get out of the ticket. Mm -hmm. I said it. But Butterbean was like, fuck that. I'm about to make y'all, <laughs> I'm about to make myself better than y'all. Um, keep in mind, she now, this is after the other news came out. So she now has the benefit of hindsight, right? Mm -hmm. This would be like if someone went back like six months ago and said, Hey, Ron, uh, you said that you thought Adrian Peterson would never put his hands on the child. It's like, yeah, six months ago I did. Right, six months ago. Then the next day we found out he did. Right. Know? Anyway, this is far from a Fruitvale Station situation. I heard the tape and I've seen the photos, which had them doing some Ringling Brothers type making out quote unquote <laughs> even even i would have called the cops on them although the officer didn't get, have to get snarky with her ridiculous racial profiling accusation i found nothing else wrong with how he handled her yeah i agree i mean i thought his language was a little over the top but even in hindsight i get it he was mad because it was annoying and it, it must be annoying to be accused of being a racist when you're absolutely not like right. like i'm i'm literally just doing my job right i could have been gone by now yeah if you would give me your id i can leave only mm -hmm. thing i want to tell you is please don't make out in front of this area these people are complaining i'm leaving i'm not gonna say y'all were fucking i'm not gonna try to like find the, the like the tissue on the ground with the dna on it y'all can go ah! home y'all can actually go home just you know there's no need to get an attitude um, so she says, and her dramatics were so embarrassing that even her father on the phone sounded like he is used to her throwing a fit and didn't have time for her. I know. Right. Daddy. Right. That's probably something she do all the time. Talk to him, daddy. You're on speaker. You have to talk to him. Also, the boyfriend didn't behave as if the cop was harassing him. Nah, he was, he was like, shit, man. Uh, he was like, he was going to give her, he was going to give him her ID. Right. Cause she had a fit. She's like, no, no. It's like, what? Okay. I guess we got to go to jail. Cause you mad. I know they broke up. Oh, right that's the nightmare that is the exact kind of woman i would never date come on like, now she's the kind of woman that if you go to the club she starts talking shit to these dudes like you gonna fight with them you know what i mean no my boyfriend is here and you will not disrespect me 
Robert, come here. Robert, come, come over here real quick. Robert, these seven Ravens players are talking to me <laughs> funny. Okay. Not all seven. I'm like, uh, I don't want to die. Can, guys, I'm sorry. She's always like this. No. I'm putting you, I'm putting my father on speakerphone. Daddy, daddy, listen, these Ravens players are harassing me. All seven of them. Talk to them, please. Right, you should uh, be fussing and I, cause I'm gonna I'm take her hand. We're gonna walk out the place. Her, her daddy come through on the speakerphone. Guys, I'm sorry. I just, uh, look, we didn't whoop her when she was growing up. All right, we thought that we were doing the right thing uh, by just talking to her and giving time out. It didn't work. Apparently uh, not. We should have hit her with the bell at least once. Okay. Um, he behaved as someone who knew he did something wrong. She lost her temper first. The officer tried to calm her down. Then she went nuts. Agreed. She could have said all those things calmly and they probably would have gone home and finished their freaky business a lot sooner. Come on, man. There are victims and then there are manipulators. This is only a sad example of someone manipulating their way out of getting arrested and nothing more. And I wrote, Way to use the magic of 24 hours hindsight to get the upper hand. <laughs> Don't worry. We discussed the newest information today when we got it. LOL. Yeah, she but of being trying to make herself look smart and shit. Like, yeah, I figured it out. Of course, when we all did, when we saw the other pictures. <laughs> yeah, because this was prior to us seeing them. Yeah. yeah, and it was about a bigger issue because a lot of black women started talking about how they've been accused or mistaken for being a prostitute. Right. Even, even people in the chat room was saying that they had been accused of yeah, that. Yeah. Right? And how they're hypersexualized and, and all this. And it is an issue. And it doesn't invalidate their points. And mm-hmm. I was just trying to be, at least give credence to the idea, you know? Right. But, uh, yeah, this woman's a piece of shit for doing that, honestly. You're right. And I, I mean, I knew something was up when she started name dropping and talking about fucking, a um, publicist. Yeah. My publicist. And do you know who I am? Like, Okay, this part, this is probably not a bad person. You know, I mean, probably not a good person. Cause, cause you just don't do that. Right. Prince LeBron says, when I opened up my iTunes this morning, I stared at this title, Scooby Jooby Jew. Yeah. <laughs> for five, good five minutes. I thought, that, what could have possibly occurred for this phrase to be invented? It was pretty good. Um, the poll for Scooby Jooby Jew was, do you think crawfish will make a great first date food? Yes, it's an icebreaker. No, it's annoying. Closest poll of the week. Yes, it's an icebreaker. 48%. I lost 52%. No, thinking this is annoying. I think it'll be a great icebreaker. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, it's a, it's a calm, it's relaxed, it's casual. Right. Nobody got to be dressed up. She's not trying to spend the whole time like ordering a salad and being sexy. Right. Being yeah. hungry and then going home and eating everything up. Yeah. You guys can make a big, like a little joke out of, oh, mm-hmm. you suck the head. Ha ha ha. You're going to get, <laughs> get messy. You're going to have, I don't know, man. I think it would be a cute first date, man, but I guess I'm wrong. Prince LeBron says last week I was at a, a retreat and they served lobster for one of the dinners. We received assigned seats so that we would have to meet different people in our department. Uh, I, there are only about five black people at the retreat. So of course I was the only nigga at my table. My plan was to eat my meal quickly and leave. So I don't have to deal with that awkward ass situation. The problem was that I had no idea how to eat that lobster. Luckily, another person didn't know what they were doing either. So we received a tutorial for the rest of the table. It definitely broke and, uh, broke the ice and asked, 
wait broke and asked and led to a pretty decent conversation it broke the ice yeah oh yeah broke the ice and led to some pretty decent conversation right because it does man mm-hmm. yeah i think i think there's so many days where you just go and it's awkward and you don't know anything about the person yeah, i don't think i know how to eat lobster either you're not it. having necessarily a good time but right. you know when you're seeing this video you can kind of laugh at you find out she has a sense of humor mm-hmm. if he has a sense of humor because right. you're not gonna be good at it if it's your first time Mm-mm. and you just sit there kind of laughing through it like uh i think i'm breaking the tail right uh, i don't know oh i got some on my face you know it's funny i think the only way it could go wrong is if one person knows how to eat crawfish and uses it as an opportunity to be pretentious. Yeah, I agree. But I'm assuming if you go on a date with somebody, you like them. So you use it as an opportunity to teach them. Right. And, and it becomes like, a, hey, you know, hey, this is how you do it. You know, you break this and you eat this. Oh, you're doing it right. You know, it's fine. Like, I think that would be dope. There are probably the same people that go to Chinese restaurants and give you the side eye for using the fork. So, um what else we got episode 782 dancing with the quote-unquote stars right because i didn't know those people and uh, i don't think anybody did um so anyway um we had two comments on dancing with the stars 782 from what i understand this is cow a lot of people who commit suicide had a diagnosable mental illness and most of them hadn't received any care for it as somebody who has family members with some sort of mental illness, I understand how much of a struggle it can be just living with it. The medication doesn't even help that much for some people and comes with an ass load of side effects that can make life harder. Right. To be honest, the best way to combat mental illness is to catch it as early as possible before it completely develops. Unfortunately, most people are ignorant of the signs and sometimes a person may hide their illness and pretend that they're just being quirky. Anyway, great show, show and I hope this information is of any use to for anybody out there. I agree. But also the problem, especially in the black community, our stuff goes underdiagnosed and not diagnosed at all because it's one of those things where we don't believe in getting children the help that they need at a very, very young age. So we treat them like it's their fault or there was some sort of weakness. Right. Instead of going to get them checked out. So for a lot of people, honestly, especially a lot of black people, it's not to their adults and paying for their own insurance and shit before they find out that they have these problems. Yeah. And I think we were talking about suicide because it was one of those things where it's like, I'm not a person that does the shaming people who commit suicide or Mm -hmm. even after the fact. I feel like, you know, it's not my place, honestly. And it's their life and their personal decision. Like, I, the same way I wouldn't shame somebody who got an abortion, I can't tell somebody what to do with their own life. I don't want them to do it. Me either. I will miss them. You know, I don't like, for my own selfish reasons, I would never want to see it, but I, At the same time, I I think if you take this responsibility of it's kind of like my responsibility to keep you alive, then I also am kind of subconsciously blaming myself if you don't. Right. And I'm never going to do that. Like, I can't control what other people do. Mm -mm. Uh, Prince Laurent says, this Ray Rice fallout has messed with all of my agendas. I actually had to defend Tom Brady this week. I usually spend most of my week slandering his ass. People were mad that because he said it wasn't his, at him because he said it wasn't his business. When has Tom ever said anything different? I guess you have to be an advocate for the cause or you agree with Ray Rice. Yeah, man. Right. It's like, it's gotten out of control, That's man. That's annoying to me. Like, I was on Twitter yesterday and, you know, friend of the show and a uh, hilarious person, Ray Sonny from um, the Three Amigos, I mean, mm-hmm. Three of Negroes podcast, mm-hmm. hilarious podcast. You all should go listen uh, we need to get them back on. Mm-hmm. But she was like, you know, what's your problem with the suspending them for games? And, you know, why are you so offended at the notion of them getting suspended? And I was like, 
how could you listen to what I say and get that from it? I don't really care if they play or not. To be yeah. honest, I just know that that's not the solution to the problem. Right. right. That's not going to fix the root of the problem. Yeah, they're just sending these niggas away. Home. And just me being reasonable in that way has got, I feel like everyone's in such a, like, agitated state. If you're not on board with, like, the lynching of these dudes. Right, burn them down to the ground. Everybody's like, fuck you. And you like, hey, somebody knew, somebody got to be reasonable here. Yeah, and that's why it's a witch hunt is because there's nothing you there's no level of punishment that will be quote unquote too much to people when you start bringing up these kind of issues right so you say hey child abuse you can literally make a reason to be like yo if you get accused of child abuse not arrested for not indicted anything if you get accused of it you're out of the league you can't ever come back I guarantee you a ton of people will support that. No, yeah, because I, I, you, you have to let the law take its course. Yeah. Because something's going to... Well, ha- even... Um, no, no, no. Before you get to the law taking its course, forget about the actual... Just, I would like... like I'm, The point I'm making is separate from that. Okay. I'm saying whatever NFL punishment... Oh, okay. You pick. Okay. Whatever NFL punishment you pick, it'll never be too much because we're... These are upsetting incidents. You hit your wife. If the punishment for you hit your wife was we kick you out of the NFL, um, people would be okay with that because there's nothing that's too much. We, it's, it's, it's a crime where if I see it, I fucking get livid. Right. So I don't have, like, I know I'm being unreasonable in that moment. I know I am. Mm-hmm. So I, so I, I have to take a step back, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying people are so emotional. Like if I say that, they hear, well, you trying to say people shouldn't lose their job for getting in trouble for hitting their wife. Not, what? I'm not saying that at all. That's not what I'm saying. Nope. You know what I mean? Um, Even this thing where I was like, sending these guys home with pay, to me, I, I hate to even rehash this, cause, but I'm going to because either people aren't understanding me or people are too emotional to understand me or too angry or whatever. My point is, sending these guys home with pay is a complete PR move and a cop-out and it's not going to systematically change or fix any of the problem. Nope, because they're not going to rehab. You're not going. You're not visiting psychology. No, there's there's no there's they're no. They're not going to jail, right? They, like all they're doing is making you think. Well, now he can't play, so therefore he's on punishment, and I feel better. So you will forget about it and let it go, and eventually they just bring him back. You know right. why? There's a reason that, like, people keep going, well, why do they get their money if they get sent home? You want to know why they get their money? You want to talk business? Because if they don't get their money, you break the contract. Right. If you break the contract, you can't bring that guy back. So the NFL is, and, and these teams are running this shell game of like, see guys, we're disgusted with it too. Well, here's your $13 million. Why? Because we're still going to bring you back. And if you do come back, even if you never play for us, we want to be able to trade you. Right. We want to be able to get draft picks for you. We want to be able to, uh, you know, recoup our losses. We want you to get on the field for us. It's, these motherfuckers aren't mad at all. They, you're mad. They're not. They're using your anger to be like, oh, yeah, 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 these guys need to go. Now, I'm not advocating nothing happen to these guys. I would actually rather see them go to jail, mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you. And uh, please, nobody write in about, well, jail never helped a black man. Fuck you. Right. Some niggas need to go to jail. You do jail shit, you go to jail. Right. That's just life. 
don't do jail shit you don't want to go to jail right you know but these guys have money they're able to have access to lawyers and things they're able to stay out of jail they're able to commit crime just like a celebrity would or just like a fucking um whatever right so people end up replacing actual criminal consequences with nfl consequences they're not the same and that's my point you arguing about how many games they they're gonna miss is already off the reservation you've already conceded that women just gonna keep getting fucked up kids Mm -hmm. gonna keep you've already conceded it right not demanding jail time yeah because you we're not even discussing jail shit we're not even right no one's even talking about why should that prosecutor have a job right can i even say i don't even know the name of the prosecutor in the in the ray rice case right you know why me either yeah well yeah who are the people that decided that um four it took four months to decide if they were gonna press charges on adrian peterson why why did that take four months we all saw the pictures and instantly was like nigga you going to jail Mm -hmm. text messages guilty what are we talking about here four months like this, like this is a legal issue. And this, and the thing is, if he worked at Safeway, it would probably take four months. If he worked at fucking Kroger, it'd probably take four months. Cause the system just does not care that much no, about these that, situations. Nope. And that's a systematic issue. But you want to talk about some fucking games? I don't care about the games. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Is and the NFL is able to get away with this shit by basically putting it in. The fact that you're discussing Adrian Peterson missing games, Ray Rice missing games, Jonathan Dwyer missing games, um, name any other player that's in trouble right now, Jerome Simpson missing games. The fact that we are able to isolate it down to five dudes is exactly why Roger Goodell is going to keep his job and is exactly why the NFL is going to roll right through this with no fucking they're not going to lose a dollar. They're not going to lose their um, tax-free exemptions. Mm, not going to lose endorsements. Nope. You're gonna, your, your city will still pay for their stadiums. Right. It's going to kill. It will continue to roll as it has always rolled because you're more worried about who the fuck going to miss a game. Versus did these niggas go to jail. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy to me that they're able to manipulate the conversation this way while basically not saying shit. They're basically able to sit back, not say shit, let us argue about whether a nigga should lose a sit or sit and sit, or whether a guy should get sit home for the year or get sit home for six games. And they're able to keep the conversation about this rather than, wait a minute, why the fuck is the NFL in the domestic violence business? Right. Why, like, why, why is one white man in a suit able to come and talk to the victim of domestic violence and the victimizer and go, Two games. Right. And, and, and not have a committee and not have a, a separate group that he consults. Right. Not have a psychiatrist, psychologist, somebody in the room. Right. Not talk to her separately and talk to him separately. Anything like that. Like, right. Like, yes. Like he comes in and he makes his own rules and that's the problem. He makes his own goddamn rules. And I hope a lot of people think, think it did like a, like he came into the Prince conference or something like that. I really hope that, and I don't, this probably will not happen to the extent that I want it to. When he quote unquote come back with his new rules and regulations, strip him of his goddamn power, put less power in his hands when it comes to this bullshit. Oh, I, you know what? I think we will see that because I don't. I think he's been burned and he don't want it. Right. I don't. But see, it's not because he thinks it's wrong. He's been burned now, and he realizes that because he didn't have a buffer between him and the fallout. 
he didn't have a committee or a panel or anything to put between him. Which he could have blamed. They're coming for his head. When right. he would have been able to go, well, guys, we have a committee of X amount of people with different people, different kinds of people on it. Mm-hmm. They made the decision about Ray Rice, not me. So we will revise the committee and we'll, now he, he'll be able to do that next time. Mm-hmm. But he can't do it now. Mm-mm. You know, like this is the closest he's going to ever get to losing his job. And I feel like the opportunity is slipping right out of our fingers because I'm watching people make arguments about fucking should Ray Rice get six games or four games? I, should it be two games or 12 games? It doesn't fucking matter where one guy gets. It, it matters that since Roger Goodell has been the head of the, the NFL um, nobody's getting a lot of games for this shit. Mm-mm. No one's getting in trouble for this shit. You know, it matters that these guys have access to money. They're not going to jail for this shit. Right. And societally, a lot of niggas ain't going to jail for this shit. Mm-mm. So, sure ain't. A lot of broke niggas ain't going to jail for right. this shit. But people care because it's the NFL and they, right. wanted, they wanted to mean something more. And I get it. I'm not, like I said, I just need cooler heads to prevail. I gotta wait till everyone calms down because, like, I, I low key got mad when I was like, really, right? You, like, you would accuse me of not caring? Like, that, I, you know, like, I was a little bit hurt, because it's like, um, I, I talked to, I was fucking hoarse one week, to just being like, no, you can't hit women, dude, this is fucking ridiculous, well, I can't even believe this is a problem, I can't believe it's a black problem, can't believe so many black men are acting this way, but suddenly, I'm gonna be like, I don't want Adrian Peterson to miss no games, that's not me, I would never say that. Nope. Like, these niggas need to go home. I get it. But there's a bigger reason behind all this shit. Right. Like, I'm just saying, can we look at the entire thing? Because right now, the road that I'm watching is if if Goodell gets fired, the next commissioner is just basically going to be like, oh, I need to be more aggressive. I basically need to, like, I don't give a fuck what it is, hint of whiff of anything that's bad for PR, kick a guy out the league. That that will make me look better. And that's not realistic either because you also employ people and people do fucked up shit at their regular jobs and keep their goddamn jobs. Yeah, well, you know, I just think that's the lesson we're, we're headed down is that's what makes the fans and the people feel better. Yeah, these same people just going to turn around and not support your product when the stars of your teams are not there. They're yeah. going to go well, and support forget, other forget shit. About, forget about that. I'm just saying it makes people feel better. Right, yeah. I'm not, not I don't care about the quality of the feel. If we're just going to do what makes people feel better, nothing makes people feel better than seeing someone get punished. The fact is, I'm we- I f- I feel better when I see someone get punished. I just don't see missing an NFL game as a fucking as a big deal. Right. I don't think that's a, a big enough punishment. Mm-mm. But we're arguing about how many games these niggas going to miss. That's what it is. Like how many games um Aaron Hernandez going to miss? He's in jail. That's right, guys. He's going to miss them all. <laughs> right. All of them for the rest of his goddamn life. That's where criminals go. They go to fucking jail. These niggas do criminal shit, and then it's just like, how many games he going to get? Like, so we just that. giving up on any possibility that, like, a prosecutor could do that job, right? Right. We just giving, oh, he famous and he got money. So we just giving up on the idea that, you know, you shouldn't be able to have fucking videotape of you knocking right. your wife out F- fuck the victims you don't fuck even go families. to yeah you don't even spend a day in jail come on ah but i'm crazy though anyway i just care about football so much guys i hate to see these men go to jail that's what it is Mm-mm. <sighs> i love ray though don't don't be mad if you hear this um all right uh prince Ron says um uh, also um 
I never lost awareness of how racist a lot of NFL fans are. Yeah, that's the other thing that gets to me is people think that everybody's on the same side right now. Mm-hmm. They're not on the same side. Some of them people just some of these people just don't like niggas. Right. And y'all won't catch up to it until um Tom Brady gets in trouble and then all of a sudden these same people that you think are on your side right now start talking about due process. Start mm. talking about the legal system. Let shit take its course. Mm-hmm. Imagine if just just random scenario. Imagine if, say, Andrew Luck got a DUI week 14 of the NFL season this year, right before the playoffs started. I guarantee you all these talking heads with the, yes, you get the, just a hit of whiff. You got to send them home. They will be like, well, you know, Andrew Luck's a good guy. We Come don't know now. what he did. It's just an accusation right now. He was accused of it, but it takes time in the court. In the offseason, they can do this. Maybe he'll make the next two games of the next season. All of a sudden, everybody gonna be pulling back on the reins. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't go down this path. Not with this dude. It just depends on the dude. Right. And depends on if they like your ass or not. Yeah. The dude, the black dudes are easy targets, dog. Wait till it's a white dude. Then you really gonna see who's, who was riding for this shit cause it was right and who was riding for this shit cause it was niggas. Right. I'm just, I'm just wary. That's all. You ain't gotta be. But that's why I was ahead of the curve on the Roger Goodell shit. That's why I'm going to be ahead of the curve on this shit, too, man. Um, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope everybody's doing this for principles and morals. I hope, I hope so, too. I hope y'all, everybody proves me wrong and we find out that the NFL's doing this because they morally changed. And I, I hope I'm wrong mm-hmm. about all of it. It's about like, business and money. Fuck I don't, that. Do, I don't think I'm wrong. Me either. Uh, let's see. They have been waiting for a moment like this. This is the same thing that happened with Tiger Woods. Yeah. A lot of these dudes. I've been hearing a lot of black people beat their kids. That's what it is. They have an inferior culture to us. Been hearing a lot of that. White people spank their children too now, but yeah, nah. we're not gonna talk about that though, mm-hmm. right? I've, I've, yeah. I've seen white parents. I've seen white parents whip that whip that ass too. I've seen a white kid that lived up the street and he got whipped with an actual bull whip. But hey, oh shit, it's us. It's us. By the way, um, I don't even understand how that's a black stereotype. You know who did the fucking whipping of the black people? <laughs> right. Well, what are we doing? Like someone was like, well, what do you call it? Like, cause people keep going, well, black people are reenacting slavery when they hit each other. Yeah. And white people are reenacting mastery when they hit each other. Cause they was fucking the ones hitting us. What, right. Come on what are now. We doing? Let's not be stupid. Stop doing this. Anyway, the poll was should drag queens be forced to use their real names on Facebook? Yes. That's the rules. No, it puts them in danger. 90% of us say it puts you in danger. Don't do it. Right. Yes, that's the rules. 10% of people say it doesn't matter. Craddock says, I can't speak to it if it puts them in danger or not. But making them use their real names on Facebook is a really bad look for Facebook, in my opinion. KJ Dollar says, that's a stupid rule. I have two Facebooks, one with my legal name and one with a nickname. I do that so I can have one for coworkers with more open settings and others for friends while I speak more freely and has lockdown privacy settings. A previous name of mine had been flagged, but my current one has it so far. Hopefully it stays that way. Let the drag queens live. Using their stage name hurts no one and protects themselves. That's right. And KJ Dollar, I, I, I'm a friend of his uh, secret account. I think he goes by Dusty Gazanga. So, um, you know, very attractive drag, drag queen. Oh, Lord. What? I can't give a man props on how he looks in heels? You can't. Then this is America, damn it. It is. Episode 783 was the last one of the week. Worst Madden cursed ever. Um, 
and we had some uh, right and and somebody yes. was saying that they think it's pretty common in the south and this is not a south thing I, that's that's another problem that i have when it comes mm. to, to this a lot of people think well y'all just beating people ass in the south no people beat people ass all across the country Mm. It, I mean, like, 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 it's, it's, it's funny when it comes to racism. That's a South thing, but you know, you have separate countries up north. You know, Chinatown, Jewish town, Indian town, all these towns. You don't got that down south. So it's just one of those things. When it comes to certain negative stereotypes, people automatically assume that it's a southern thing. But people all across the country whoop that ass. Yep. So, um, let's talk about the last comments on the last episode. Seven eighty three. Worst crap man curse ever. Capadonna says, Rod and Karen, first, welcome. My stitcher has been rather barren with Rod's nerve references at Karen's wonderful country train. Now to Danielle's, Danielle Watts crying foul because the cops told her to stop screwing her Blanco Bay in the Piggly, in front of the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Pardon my language, but this nigga. Oh, Lord. That deserves at least a 75% for fucking with black people, 25% for acting a fool, and 50% for going on social media, crocodile tear campaign. Yeah, she was all right. on social media. She was crying. <laughs> yeah. She was like blaming all kinds of shit. Um, <laughs> she's putting on that actress face. I know. Practicing for that next role. Yeah, she's like, Massa beat me. <laughs> he beat the hell out of me. Why? <laughs> Why, 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 she definitely would have got a hundred. First, based on the tape, the cop wasn't harassing her. Yeah, he just wanted to clear the air, go on with his beat. If she would have just showed her license, the cop would run a check, see no problem, and go on their way. Right? Because he didn't even give him a, a citation when he did find out. Uh-uh. I lived in L.A. for five years now, Hollywood for three of them. Trust, there are plenty of actual pimps and hoes running around Studio City. The vice cops aren't going to waste time once they confirm that nothing was wrong. Wrong. Rod, is this what you call the ebony tower? Upper middle class black people whose lives were sheltered from the realities of black life as we would know it? Trust the, well, no. The ebony tower to me is people who have made it to a point where um, they have become successful amongst their peers and then they start relaying to the rest of black people that racism is just like not real and, and doesn't exist. You're just, if you just didn't think about it you would be okay you're making shit up. it's like yeah that's the ebony tower like i'm doing good why can't you guys do good it's because you believe in racism silly billies and it's like all right let's see how you're doing when your job goes down let's right. see how, see how you're doing when the ratings ain't so high then right. all of a sudden you, you come running back demand right you can't run it back like michael jackson and oj simpson did um the average uh let's see trust the average successful black woman who grew up in the hood a wouldn't be screwing that man in the front of the job in the broad daylight b aren't going to go give lip to cops who will just ask to see a license both are a quick trip to the pokey classic bougie girl syndrome to me i can hear that scream what do you know who i am my grandfather marched with king and my mother was one of the first black female ah! panthers in Deloitte. I hope I pronounced that right. I hope you did too. Ah, cl- college flashbacks. 
I bet she still has her jacket, Jill, cotillion dress, and field hockey skirt from Exeter in her closet. And as for the New Zealand hostel owner raping dudes while they slept in their rooms, but what were they wearing? Okay, enough. <laughs> apparently, apparently the right things. Craddocker says, damn, there's 30 fucking with black people stories in the hopper? At that current rate, we'll never get through them all. I know. Uh, because it's not like society's gonna ever stop the fuckery. I think some days this, someday this week, you should just do a day of rage where you guys go through all the stories in the backlog or maybe some other more reasonable option. I guess that's okay too. Maybe, no. That's a good idea. Maybe we'll do that at some point. Okay. There are a ton of fucking with black people. That'd be a very angry show. But yeah. yeah. I'll bring on some angry people. We just be angry together. <laughs> You're right. Angry black lady. We can all uh, just be angry. What about this story? A right. hundred. I, right, right. We can do the docket for her. Um, should the man who was free by mistake be forced to go back to prison? Because we talked about a man who was let out of prison, didn't do, like, by a clerical error. He was supposed to do 98 years in prison. He did eight. They let him out for six years. He was free because nobody caught that mistake. He had kids, lived as a, you know, citizen, didn't violate any more laws. And then they caught the error, sent him back to prison. He He tried to sue and say, don't send me back because it will basically be cruel and unusual punishment. Right. But he lost his lawsuit, so he's back in prison. Mm. Yes, he did the crime. He has to do all the time. And no, this cru- this is cruel and unusual punishment. 61% of people say it's cruel and unusual. I 39% do. of people say, gotta gotta go back to prison, bro. I do, too. Yo, you fucked up. What do I got to do with you fucking up? Yeah, it was weird, too, because, like, it was 98 years for two armed robberies. Like, it wasn't even like he killed somebody or something. I didn't know you could get that much time for that. Yep. A lot of times when you're being black, a lot of your punishments are longer, lengthier. Like, you get no compassion. Like, and when you're robbing banks, white folks don't fuck with their money. Was he black? I don't remember. I think he was black, yes. All right. Cabadonna writes, from the sound of it, this is the plot to Les Les Miserable. The cops uh, chasing the convict. Even after the conflict is gone straight. Now, if this guy was living upright and moved on, why should he be back, go back to jail for the government screw up? If this guy hadn't committed a crime for six years of being free, why are we wasting money and time locking him up again? That sounds like double jeopardy to me. It just sounds weird. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm conflicted on this because like, say they let him free and then tomorrow he killed his wife. I would be like, damn, everybody's going to say they should have locked him up. So I, I get it. I get why they're covering their own ass, but it just feels bad. It feels right. like he did rehab. It feels right. like he has kids depending on him. It feels like his wife's depending on him. Oh, if anything else, if you're not going to put him back in jail, uh, have him being monitored for the next so many years, you know what I mean, or mm. something like that. Yeah, I, re- I prefer for you to do that. It does feel weird. Um, if the point of prison is rehabilitation and then this guy got his life together, this Chuck Spears, I don't see how this human error can put him back in the system. It's cruel and it's a little horrific. He made a mistake in his past. And he paid for it by going to prison. The prison makes a mistake and he has to pay for that too. Doesn't seem like justice for me. Well, the way that, I mean, not that I'm on that side, but the way they're going to view it is, nigga, you got six years of freedom. You're welcome. We fucked up. Now come back and finish your time. Right. Um. Anyway, we had three voicemails. Let me play those. Let's do this. Uh, here's the first hey, one. what's going on, Ryder Karen? It's Mike. Um, I was calling because I was listening to y'all talk about your church in Virginia. Um, of course, you know, I'm from there. And <laughs> the speed limit enforced by aircraft sign is my all-time favorite road sign in the history of all road signs. Because right. when I first saw the sign, I basically had the same thought. Like when I was a little kid, like a Chinook 
like, stealth helicopter would just come up out of the tree line and shoot you with a fucking missile for going 85 in the 70. Right. Um, but, yeah, like, I love that shit so much. Like, when I graduated high school, uh, one of my graduation presents was, uh, like, my parents went to a sign company and got a smaller version of that sign made for me so I could, like, cool. put it up in my dorm room and shit. But, uh, yeah, that's one of the things a lot of people who come through Virginia don't, you know, feel very, very often. They're like, what the shit is this? Uh, but, sadly, I haven't seen anybody get shot with a missile yet. So Aww. I think it may just be a rumor. Anyway. Uh, keep up the good work, and I'll talk to you guys again soon, I'm sure. Peace. Did you say all that no one's been shot by the a missile, Ken? No, he said nobody has been shot by a missile, and I was like, oh. Yeah, why? Why all? Because <laughs> it does that's not sad. realistic, but that'd be some cool shit to see. They'd be like, somebody was flying down 85 and just got blown the fuck up. Oh, no fuck with Virginia. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> next voicemail. Hey, Rod, hey, Karen, it's Drew, uh, a.k.a. Very White Guy, a.k.a. the lesser half of the official interracial couple of the podcast, and probably better known to your listeners as Mr. Leslie Mack. Uh, I just want to call and say, oh, boy, you opened up a, a Pandora's box asking Leslie to call in. She was cutting you off. Man, man, now you know what I, I live with. <laughs> I love you. But for real. Uh, that was hilarious. Uh, you know, I, I'm not part of the special echelon of people. Uh, <laughs> I guess use their brains and think. Uh, I just follow along with, with, with y'all, but, uh, absolutely hilarious. Uh, thought it was great. And, and Rod, I love you going toe to toe. Uh, you're a better man than me. Toe to toe with Leslie <laughs> Mack. Uh, I, I can't do it. Uh, I gotta share a bed with her. I love her, but, uh, she's, she's better, smarter, faster than me. I, I can't, I can't go toe to toe with her, but love listening to you. Uh, you know, work it out with her. And uh, special note, Justin, hmm, I know your your modus operandi on Ball Deep Sports is is to give bad advice. I know that's that's your your shtick, if you will. <laughs> but asking Mrs. Interracial John if she if she's uh, single, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Justin too. I don't know about that. I, I got my good eye on you. Just a good one. Though. But anyway, uh, love it. Thanks for, for everything you guys do. Great show. Keep it up, and, uh... Oh, he got cut off. All right, let me play the next one, because he left, too. Okay. <laughs> Very white guy, Drew guy. I should have added, uh, y'all just don't know with Leslie and this bet. I mean, for real, it's going to be like like Randolph and Mortimer do trading places. She's going to enlist uh, confidence, uh, time, effort, energy, every resource. She's going to move mountains to get good L out. Uh, and the fact that you won him out too, and, and you made the bet, it's just like, it's icing on the cake. Honestly, <laughs> I swear, the, the special secret service division uh, of, uh, the NFL, they're gonna be like, who is this Leslie Mack? What is going on in New Jersey? She's got it out for us. Please, what's going on? But for real, y'all just don't know. She's, <laughs> she's my wife, and, uh, I, I've been with her for 20 plus years. I've, I've seen, uh, some of her, her efforts and work on various causes she's passionate about. I'm just going to say, look out, Goodell. Look out. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. that. Uh, so for people that don't listen to Balls Deep, uh, Leslie Mack and me, we have a uh, bet. Um, 9-11, 2015. I gave her a, a year. Um, and I said, Roger Goodell will still be... Uh, in his current job, I in think. a year, mm-hmm. 
uh, for the NFL. I think he will. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I would love for to be proven wrong, but I don't believe mm-hmm. it. I just am a big. Put it this way: I don't have enough faith in humanity to think that people will actually get it and realize he started this and it ends with him right and he needs to go because the entire idea of the nfl superseding the court system and superseding justice and in a way replacing criminal justice is wrong it's just wrong like motherfuckers need to be going to jail and he makes it seem like well hey I guys don't go to jail, but mm, they missed the game. So it's the same, right? No, it's not. You know, and I feel like it wasn't like this before. Before this, it was, wow, there's a problem with crime in the NFL, and um, they need to go to jail. And now it's turned into there's a, crime, a problem with crime in the NFL. They need to miss games. And he did that. Mm-hmm. He did that, man. He's the one that made it sound like, well, shit, I guess it's fine, you know? Um so yeah, I would like to to see him lose his job. I just don't have any faith in it. So uh I will either way, on nine eleven twenty fifteen, I'll either be happy to receive twenty dollars, cause fuck it. I might as well get something out of this, the fact that this world ain't shit. Ah. Or or um I'll be glad to pay twenty dollars anytime before that if I find out Roger Goodell ain't got a job. So um yeah, and I made it a year on purpose. Cause I said, you know, I, I, I feel like just like, even though the fervor is the hottest it is, it's ever been right now, it's not going to happen right now. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You know what I mean? So Something like that will happen later on. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to chill and be like, all right, maybe, uh, we can get it, you know, by a year, you know, maybe he'll like, I'm, I'm leaving a, a room for error where like maybe one more crime happens and he fucks up just just something but i doubt it i something. doubt something can like I, like i said can can andrew luck like punch a woman in the face and then play two games and nobody says anything nope. and then we find out there's video and then we find out roger goodell didn't do anything like no. that's what it's gonna take it's gonna have to take another scandal happening in this year that he mismanages because right now people are treating it like oh well, this is one fuck up right and for most of it it is and also i think that He's going to strip power out his hands. So this he going to put like this. He's going to guarantee this bullshit yeah. right here never happens to him again. Right. And the other thing, too, is I'm not helping. So, you know, everybody's like, we need to get him out of here. I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, it's on y'all. All right. I'm just I, I got a bet to win. So I'm above this. Oh, Lord. And for my personal reasons. Um, all right. Let's go to the uh, emails. We have a bunch. Of, uh, well, we have four emails. Um osr and possibly a new fan by my man chris d from hawaii dog what it is chris hey sweetie um he says like <laughs> I, I i can't say this in the right rhythm but it's like ba-da-ba-ba-bum hey ba-da-ba-ba-bum come on now he said i was in my car for people that don't know that is the intro to off-season reviews i don't know i guess if you don't have premium you probably don't even know that right yeah like, yeah but so you can play them uh, real i guess i'll see if i can find the uh intro for you guys <laughs> but you know we try to do little cute things when i spin off shows they all have different intro songs and uh off-season reviews is um is um is 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 one where um we just took like a game show theme and 
just talked over it a little bit <laughs> like it's not it's not fancy at all it's silly as shit but um let me see if i can play it for everybody um, there you go. hey come on now And now it's time for off-season reviews. And now your host, Rod or Ken. Or both of them. So, um... (laughs) That's a... That's what he was making a joke about. Um, he said, I was in my car rolling to a spot on Saturday night when the OSR, off-season review theme, came up, and my sound system prompted me, uh, prompted my partner to ask, the fuck you listening to? <laughs> I can imagine. It is jarring, and it doesn't really fit the theme of the show or anything. No. Um, he said, I was like, oh, that's the theme of off-season reviews. He said, the fuck is an off-season review? Yeah, my friend is at times unnecessarily profane. Kind of like the guys at the Insanity Check. Well, he could probably hang out with me because I like the guys at the Insanity Check. I hipped him to what it was but didn't click on to another selection, and he settled down and listened to the off-season review for The Walking Dead Part 2. When we got to where we were going, he was like, who did you say these folks are again? I told him, and he said he would be checking you guys out. All right, well, welcome, new friend. Cool. Oh, yeah, Karen, he says, you sound like his sister. Oh, thank you. That said, great recap. We were in lockstep most of the way. You all provided added insights I never considered. Great, great, great show. My premium pride swelleth. Chris from Hawaii. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, well, we love the off-season reviews, mm-hmm. man. It's fun. Um, I like talking. more to come. Yeah, love talking TV. Mm-hmm. Um, um, been able to bring different people on, have different opinions. <laughs> yes. Um, and I like it more than, um, I know people love like them thrones and even, uh, apparently that blood, but I actually kind of like talking about the comprehensive, like this is all the things that happen because sometimes with a show, I can be like, when you're reviewing it week to week, you become kind of like, well, this week wasn't good, but it might not be that the week wasn't actually good in the context of the storyline. It's just it needed to set up a bunch of things, and that's harder to work. You right. Know? Sometimes you have to slow stories down. Sometimes you might have to talk about shit that's not important, bring new characters in, or whatever it is. But that's yeah. just part of the of the process of of, of a story arc. Yeah. So like every show's not always gonna just knock it knock your socks off in that way. You know, I remember how controversial the episode of The Walking Dead where uh, they did the look at the flowers for mm-hmm. the little girls. I remember how people, some people were just like, no, it was boring. It had nothing to do with other people. Uh, it was slow. And, and I'm like, that was one of the best episodes I've ever seen of any TV show ever. Right. Especially when you're dealing with children in that context. And then when you put it into the entire context of the show, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It set up some other things that happened. Yes, it did. Um, off young Jones writes in Adrian Peterson. I'm listening to episode 780 and I'm a single father of three kids. And while I have, and while I have popped my children, I've never beat my kids like AP did. My grandfather, bless his soul, used to beat us with a belt, and that must have been used on slaves. We never had, <laughs> and we never had marks like that. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Um, I've been hit with a switch, um, and I don't. By the way, if you want to talk about cultural difference, nothing lets you know how culturally different we are from certain people than when someone says. 
you got hit with a branch from a tree no you got hit with a switch yes you now did. i'm not saying that was right adrian mm-hmm. peterson did but a switch is not like a big ass like two by four no like it's a it's like it i mean it actually it kind of hurts worse yes it does to be honest because it's little and the shit like gets right in there all right it's bad but but i've never been cut by the switch i've never bled i've never like had marks on my body for a week it's just you know i think there's a certain level where it rises to a point where you're like yo whatever you just did to me that's like fucking illegal dog right he said we never had marks like that Plus, you don't beat kids like that when they're that little or any age for that matter. Right. Yeah, there's no age where the shit I saw on that kid would be okay, by the way. Like, I'm saying four because it's hard for me to believe anyone thinks it's okay with a four-year-old. But I would be saying the same thing if it's like, his kid's 14. I'm like, he did that? Like, what the fuck? The kid obviously was bleeding and shit like, like Toby. Uh, plus, you don't be, yeah. In the pictures, the boy looks like he got beat like a slave. It makes all of us black fathers look really bad because that's how they think we deal with our kids. Keep up the good work. Really missed you guys. Shout out to your brother getting married. I wish them well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Mike writes in, I first heard of the fucker writing the pussy guy through YouTube, and it looks like now he has a celebrity endorser. Uh, sorry, I'm like the 10th person to send this to you. Yeah, someone sent me the uh, James Winston said fucker writing the pussy. We talked about it on Balls Deep. Mm-hmm. Emil writes in, NFL, SchmNFL. Ah! Greetings and salutations, Karen and Rod. You hit the nail on the head when you spoke about the problem of the NFL. By anointing themselves the behavior police, they have set the stage for the current witch hunt. Instead of just allowing the situations to play out in court with due process, they jump in to met out justice willy-nilly, never realizing that whatever they do will never be enough. It right. never will be. Never. It never will, especially as long as the offenders are black. It'll never be enough. Mm-mm. People just don't think those niggas deserve the money. Period. Right. It's like, oh, you made any mistake? You got, because if I was you, how many times have you heard that guy, that that 40-year-old white dude go, if I was lucky enough to play in the NFL, I wouldn't even get caught speeding. Because, yeah, it's all this, like, subtext of, like, because you niggas don't deserve the money and you didn't do anything to earn it. So we should take it away from you. Mm-hmm. It's like. By any means necessary. Sorry, but I'm not going to be on the side of those dudes. Mm-hmm. Nope. Just because, just, oh, they on my side today? Nah, because tomorrow they're going to be right back on LeBron James is the devil or some shit. And I'm going to have to be like, really? Right. Uh, once high horses have been chambered upon the, with the general, by the general public, no punishment is enough. Humans love to get self-righteous and lower their perfection over these flawed individuals. Don't get me wrong. I'm not justifying the reprehensible shit these guys did. They deserve all the scorn. But to quote Nucky Thompson's nephew, justice is a shield, not a sword. And it was sir the NFL, uh, well to be mindful of this. Mm, likes that. The simple fact is that if I was accused of some crime but not convicted, I could sue my employer if they fired me before I was found guilty. Um, uh, some of them you can, some of them you can't. It depends on your state, by the way. Right. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, if you start, that's another thing people keep going. Right to work state. People keep saying in very broad terms, like, "Well, your job can fire you for any reason." Not every job, and not every state. Um, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, two, um, criminals do have jobs, y'all. Oh yes, they do. You go, working with them. go go to work tomorrow? Start looking at all the names on your thing. Start googling. googling. I guarantee you, you work with somebody that did a crime. If you work with more than like three people, you did somebody did something. Niggas is beating the listen. 
the sheer mathematics of what is going on with women in these relationships. Come on now. Not, I'm not even going to bring up men. Let's just go with women. If we have it to, what was it, every nine seconds or every nine minutes, something like that, that a woman is hit in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Your ass work with someone that hit women. Mm-hmm. You do. Not just, it's a problem in the NFL. The NFL has a lower rate of this shit than society does. Right. Those motherfuckers have jobs. They're not, as we've seen from the NFL examples that, that have been going on, they're not even locking these niggas up. Right. You can hit your woman and go home that night. Right, but no problem. You if you're work- drunk, hey, sleep it off, go back in the morning. Mm-hmm. No restraining order. Half the time, the victims have certain issues where they think they need you in their lives or whatever. You guys are work like this problem is bigger than the NFL, right? And 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 like for people to think that, well, obviously these are the rules. You get in trouble, you lose your job. Nah, that's not the rules for everybody, and it's not the rules all the time. And you've worked with somebody that's been accused of something, and they figured a way out to go to work. I worked with a dude that got so many DUIs, he had to go to weekend jail. Job ain't yo, job ain't do shit. What's he kept his job. Jail? Every fucking Friday, he goes and reports to the county jail and would stay in there the whole weekend. Wow. We would drop, we would drop him off, then we'd go pick him up Sunday night. And he would go to work, just like that. He had, in his car, he would be late to work because his car had a breathalyzer in it. Oh. Yeah, you drive, and then it's, it will cut off on the highway if it wants to. You need to pull over to the side, breathe into the breathalyzer, start the car back up, get back on the road. Oh. <gasps> yeah. This, these are the, this is how much shit he did. He had, guess what he was driving? To work. People are like, like I said. Wow. I, I'm not admonishing people. It's just they're highly emotional right now and they're not thinking. Like they're just not thinking. We know society doesn't care about women. Mm-mm, therefore, therefore, we know that this is going on and it's not just in the NFL. No, it's not. It's niggas at, um, Radio Shack that is working today that Burger hit a King. woman. Come on, like it's like it's just not this. Oh, these these powerful criminals getting away with it. No, the system doesn't care about this shit. They don't care about if you hit your woman. It's just not a big deal to people. That needs to change, in my opinion. Right. I w- I would love for this to be the impetus for that to change. That would be dope. Um, and maybe it will be. It's not too late. Maybe people will like realize at some point, like. Wait a minute. Why the fuck can you beat the fuck out of a kid and send text messages admitting you beat the fuck out of the kid? Sit down for two separate interviews with police telling them you beat the fuck out of your kid and just go about your day. Right. Go about your day. He sat down with no lawyer and basically was like, I disciplined my kids. I didn't mean to injure them, but yes, I did that shit you see in them pictures. Anyway, see you later. And people, and somebody was like, that's fine. You know, I've had people say, I've seen people, talk, at least he was in their life. Beating the fuck out of them? Like, come on now. That's a low bar. How about be in Real their lives? How about be in their lives and don't abuse them? Is that, am I asking too much? No, wow. No, here no. I go. <laughs> what am I thinking? I swear. Oh, I do declare I'm too much at times. <laughs> God damn, man. It's crazy to me. I don't give a fuck about how many games they get these niggas the shit they did is reprehensible i'm not saying that they can't be reformed but 
they won't be reformed if the only thing you're measuring is how many games they miss. Right, it's not the same. You know, and the NFL is just full of shit. I would love to see the, the entire office suite and some of the owners out too. I would love it. Right, because the, the problem that I have here is that some of the owners have been doing some fucked up shit. I would love and some to see, shit worse than the players. I'd love to see Dan Snyder gone. Right. I'd love to see Jerry Jones get out of here. Yes. I'd love to see Jim Ursay gone. I mm-hmm. love it. It ain't gonna happen. I no. love it. You got criminals over here supposed to be kicking a man out for getting some criminal shit wrong. You right. know, by the way, you know who punishes the owners when they fuck up? Roger Goodell. They love him. They love him. It's, of course they're not getting rid of his ass. Oh, I got caught with a fucking Kia Coke and I can just get a slap oh. on the wrist from the law and a slap on the wrist from you. Good. Right. Versus saying, motherfucker, we going to take your goddamn team. Right. We talking about do we value women and Jesse uh, Jerry Jones up here with women accusing him of fingering them and trying to make them touch his dick? Okay, right, right. Like that's a thing that's happening right now. But yet, because they're old and white and got money, nobody's even talking about this bullshit. Where's the Where's the rush to judge? Matter of fact, let's just start there. Right. God damn it, I'm on the road. Um, where's the rush to judgment on Jerry Jones? Remember how we just said even being accused. Some of these dudes need to go home without pay or with pay or just get away from the team. Right. That was enough for everybody else. We know Jerry Jones is being sued for this. We have pictures of him with these women doing some weird shit. Yes. That doesn't make the the, the NFL look bad. That's not enough to make the Come shield on. look bad. Apparently it's not. Why? Because he's, he's a rich owner. white dude. And that's different. It's different for him. Like I said, the same people that want uh, Adrian Peterson gone don't give a fuck about Jerry Jones. And I'm here to say that's why you got to go by the legal system. Because apparently the only real standard we have is if niggas get mad. And if niggas get mad um, or people get mad, for some of y'all that think niggas is only black people. If people get mad, that's what we're going by? Well, people not mad about Jerry Jones. Right. So nothing happening to him. Right. And so it's a dumb standard to be like, Public pressure is the only thing I care about. No. Mm. Got to be bigger than that. It's got to. It's got to have something uniform. You're getting sued for trying to fucking sexually assault somebody, essentially. But that's different. That's He's an owner. And those ladies were whores, so it's fine. It don't matter if they were goddamn whores. <laughs> right. You're still held accountable and responsible. And somebody should demand that the team be taken away from you. Dog, but if, that would never goddamn happen. If they was accusing, like, if they was accusing like Cam Newton of that right now, you never hit the end of it. He, uh, Cam Newton's not going to be playing for the Panthers today. He was told at practice he had to sit out for the game for the same shit. Mm-hmm. But he white, he rich, and he a owner. It's different. Right. I don't see a difference. Right. It's the same reason they side with the owners against players, even though 90% of us are workers, just like the players are. Mm-hmm. Like there's, like I said, man, I, I could go about all this shit and how wrong people are or just hypocritical people are, but people are mad. Y'all are emotional right now. Y'all just want to see niggas fry. I get it. 
I'm just going to wait till it closed down and then we'll talk about this again when y'all start seeing some of the hypocrisy yourselves. Because mm, this is going to happen. Some other shit going to happen. And them same people y'all rooting for and cheering for and high-fiving up and down social media going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to be like, why you ain't mad about this shit too? Right. And they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Then you be like, oh, you, we really wouldn't on the same side. Yeah. A lot of these people are, you know. Anyway. All right. So it says, um, the simple fact is that if I was accused of some crime and not convicted, I, oh yeah, so the end point of this is the NFL will find itself sanctioning some player for doing something morally reprehensible, but completely legal because of public pressure. I think so too. You know, I think, uh, eventually it's going to get to a point where if they keep following this path of let's just do what it takes to keep people from being mad, eventually we're going to get to something where not everybody agrees, like, uh, something like, getting a paying for abortions or um you know uh cheating on your wife or mm-hmm. something where it's like not exactly illegal right and it, but enough people are like i don't want this asshole to play for my team like this and people are gonna be like well i guess you gotta send them home but wiser doesn't endorse cheating on your wife right but unless you, you, you do it by drinking a bud right and the and it is gonna take a major player and or a fucking lawsuit that a player wins for them to go, we shouldn't be doing this bullshit. I especially like that you highlighted the racial component of this, which seems to manifest itself as follows. I love watching these Negro subhumans catch and run. I prefer the throwing done by the good white, white Christian gentleman, though. But I hate the fact that they make all this money, so if they fuck up, they need to expedite their replacements. On a separate note, I noticed some of your skepticism about the story about being harassed. Now I saw your vacation pics on Facebook, and I must say, the beard was looking lustrous. (laughs) Thanks, Emil. Very Rick Ross. Now you go walking into a room with all those beard follicles out, you're just asking to be beard stroked. It's it's not not that I'm jealous because every time I try to grow a beard, it stays scraggly, uneven, uneven, and patchy. It's not about me. It's about you. What were you wearing when your beard was grown? A suit? (laughs) A suit? See, you are just asking for it. And if you don't want the attention, cover your beard, sir. You know what you are? A fast beard nigga. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. I said it. Thanks for another great week of shows. Thank you, man, for the email. And, um, you know, I needed that email, man. I felt like some people just were acting like I was some type of crazy person defending these guys and going, they should all not get in trouble. And that's not what I was saying. And mm-hmm. I hope I've clarified that enough on this show. Yes um karen does a show with me every day you know i feel like if i was off on that tangent she would definitely have said something oh yeah i feel like more fans would have said something so hopefully if ray sani is listening she can just uh direct message me you know that she uh understands and we still go together and stuff mm-hmm. if uh you know if not then uh then it's beef with uh three negroes and we're just gonna take them down no we not no are we not oh sorry um all right man we'll we're out until tomorrow at 10 a.m um yes uh so um this has been a good show man it it has and i'm gonna let y'all know right now tomorrow we're gonna be talking about the beyonce hey yeah that's correct guys um so uh we'll talk to you guys tomorrow until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. mwah